Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I am Jim Trenker, not Simon Miller, because Simon is busy. Uh, but I'm joined by... Elizabeth, I thought Alice you were going to say my name you, you then. Thought I was, gonna, I was <laughs> inviting you to say your own name. Hello, my name is Alice Bell. Yeah. Uh, and... That's Stephen Burns. Stephen W. Burns. <laughs> yes, sorry, Stephen W. Burns. Yeah, exactly. And... George Petty. Who is? <laughs> um, uh, you are one of our uh, many Patreon supporters. One and uh, Yeah, well, thanks very much for coming in. Um, we, um, I think, is this the first time you've been on? Uh, yeah, I've not been on it before. I've only All right. sort of snagged someone else's place when they left it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, because we've had, like, we've had uh, Norton on. Uh, Norton's the only name I remember. Norton's always here. He's yeah. probably here now. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> I don't even know. He's, he's probably writing my Dark Souls review for yeah. me. <laughs> it's weird because there's been there's been a few dudes in the sort of in the tier where you can yeah. come on the podcast if you wish. And uh, I think out of all of them, there's one guy that's been on quite a lot, and then just sort of single appearances from everyone else. So I don't see why they wouldn't try I mean, to come on themselves if they're paying for that much as well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Don't make, don't make it sound like it's not worth it, George. <laughs> what are you Definitely. saying? <laughs> the rest of y'all need to team up and stop this. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we've got lots of stuff to talk about because um, there's been lots of good films come out recently. Lots of shit ones. Lots of good <laughs> games that everyone's playing. Mm. Games on the horizon, even. Some Ooh. of which we can talk about, some of which we can't. Yeah. Um, but I want to start off, and we are limited in what we can say, but I want to start off with you, Alice, and you, Burns. I, was, I, was, I stumbled there because I didn't know what to call you, Steve or Burns. Oh, am I in trouble? That's some people, the, that's Steve. You know. some people get freaked out when I say Steve. Yeah, They're like, like who's me, Steve. Um, yeah, who's that guy? But uh, you guys have both got some first impressions of Dark Souls Three, right? Yeah, well, I've been banging on about it a lot. So, Alice, you played this morning, right? Oh yeah, I played. On. Played a bit this morning. Go on. No one wants to hear my opinion on finally, the first hours. We finally of Dark got Souls. a copy for for PlayStation Four that I can play to do guides with. Mm. So I. I'm now, I now have to, I can't get, can't get out of it anymore. Can't yeah. put it off. And I think the, the, the countdown to this has been running since you joined, isn't it? You're like, yeah, literally like the, the, the Dark Souls bomb is going to go off at some point. That was, that was what Tom said. He was like, I've got some good news. I'd like to offer you the job, but <laughs> you've got to get good at Destiny and Dark Souls. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know how much I am exactly allowed to say, but probably. If I make a, a weird waving motion. Like a throat cutting motion, yeah, you can. Uh, you do that all the time, first. I know, I know. Um, first impressions are it's it's quite easy, oh. but like not. I mean, in comparison to other Souls games, it's a relative term to use. I think because yeah. it's still it's still hard. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's harder than that, you know, Assassin's Creed or Uncharted. <laughs> 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 but it's it's um, what I have played seems easier than other Souls games I've played. Have you played Bloodborne? Yes. Right. It's quite similar to that, right? Is that that's the impression I'm getting from Burns, admittedly. Yeah, it's still it's it's sort of a kind of halfway because it's not as fast as Bloodborne. Mm. And it will I think kick your ass and punish you a little bit more severely. All right, so it's it's like so Bloodborne is like the easiest. No, 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 like it's like not for. I think it will punish you for for going in too hard, unlike Bloodborne, because Bloodborne specifically kind of encourages you to um, to press the attack 
I tell you, I but, fucking, um, fucking hate the Souls games. <laughs> but Souls, <laughs> I mean, discussing them is too fucking complicated. But so, like Dark Souls three, I think, like you said, you've had to remind yourself to use the shield a lot more and stuff. And I've, I've yeah. kind of done the same <clears throat> because I'm coming off Bloodborne, so I kind of go in onto the methadone now. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's strange. I don't think I can't talk too much about what I've been playing recently of the game. Mm. Mm. But uh, it's it's a lot easier than uh, to get into than the other ones, and it doesn't it, it difficulty really spikes in in the game. So whereas it was quite hard to begin with, the original Dark Souls was just brutally hard. Um, now less so, and I'm using the default well an upgraded version of the first sword that I got, and I've got a load of great swords and all the other shite. But it just seems to me that this sword is just just working in my build now, and everything seems a bit more streamlined to enable players to just get on with it and get sufficiently far through the game that they won't just stop. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've, uh, I, you know, here's some insider knowledge for you, inside baseball. Oh, here we go. In a big, big act of collusion, <laughs> uh, the people who are reviewing the Dark Souls games, there's a, like a little thread which we talk in. Oh, Gem- don't, don't tell people this. Gem- tell people not this. to say about the score, but to say, Lads, we're okay, all giving it an eight, yeah, where, eight. where do you get this from? Because Souls games are one of the few games that I have no ego about playing. I feel I play it with a guide because it's so impenetrable that I don't think I could ever work it all out by myself. It's like learning a fucking language. So you, you speak to someone and they'd be like, where's this item? And they'd be like, oh, it's here. No scores. Anyway. And it's been funny to watch that group go from, and I was you know, probably one of the main proponents of this go, this game's pretty easy. And then I'm going to throw the fucking machine out of the window. <laughs> but it does, it does hit a bit of a, a bit of a wall. So you can see where players are just going to drop off massively, I feel. But while I'm playing, I'm enjoying it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like Bloodborne. I think. Do you think they've maybe changed the structure of the game so Joe Public is now going to play it for a bit longer? Maybe, I maybe think get past like, the trading point before... Uh... I think that at the entry level, but the, the first sort of bit you do, which is kind of what I've done, is very. it's a very sort of this is a Dark Souls game kind of little crash area right, okay. where you're like, okay, kill some enemies and then there's a boss. And it's okay. in there, they're quite, they're all, they all go down in one hit, like mm. pretty much. And I think it's just a way to sort of train people into it and be mm. like, this is the experience you'll have on a small scale. <laughs> and then okay. you, it, it, and then you go into like the next area and it's a little bit harder again kind of thing. But it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely not as hard no, and expecting. it's it's less obtuse as well. I no. feel. Yeah. There's I'll tell you what, if it still turns into fucking brown trousers, I were halfway through. I'm not asked. I'm not <laughs> bothered. Well, I think that when you start the game, a lot of people, because yeah, you know it's out in Japan and people are watching it being streamed. And George, you said you uh, you were watching some of that. Watch pretty much all of it. But yeah. yeah, I think with. A lot of people are really worried that it doesn't have the connectivity of, of the original Dark Souls. Where, and that was the key to that game's appeal for me, is that you'd find you'd double back through areas and you'd find... When you came out of Blight Town and you could see the berg up, you know, wherever it was above you, you'd be like, oh shit, like I can get out of hell basically and back into... <laughs> and then you could go to Analondo, which was heaven, blah, blah, blah. And it had this great like Constantine structure. And Dark Souls 3, up to a certain point, doesn't really have that. Like you start and you go forward. Whereas in Filing Shrine in the first game, you can go down to fight the skeletons or you go up. You never go that. down. <laughs> this is the thing. And I, it, it, on the easy, people saying it's easier. It is because you don't need a fucking morning star to fight all of the skeletons now. And it's, you know, it's not all, you don't need every little item to sync up with what you're actually doing there or different builds and everything. You just need to get slightly good at the combat and learn the timing. So 
it's not necessarily about finding all different weapons for uh, for different engagements now, I don't think. So all that stuff is kind of a bit more in line with Bloodborne where you use the sword cleaver or whatever. But uh, it's still very soulsy. It still gets really fucking hard and you still be screaming at it. And then when you finally beat the boss, you'll be like, ah, video games. <laughs> they're, they're great. So, yeah, I can't talk too much about the later stuff, but I think, Alice, your uh, experience with it marries up. But, George, yeah. you've, been, you've been watching it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, you can actually say more about this game <laughs> legally than I can. I have seen the ending. <laughs> <laughs> so I've already seen Cr- someone. Crack on. <laughs> I'll just do some, uh, no, some be, nodding. I'd mm. be interested if, um, to find out if after launch you still find it as easy. Because there's a big rumor going around that the first half of the game has been like lowered down for press. Well, that is <laughs> bollocks. I'm, okay. I'm assuming it probably is bollocks. That, that is, <laughs> there's this big rumor. I wonder if that's that fucking Reddit tosspot yeah. who, who would it, kill to have our jobs fucking whinging. In fairness, that's what they are doing. I, I do wonder if uh, if that rumor started because when I went to Hamburg to see it, the difficult they said the difficulty was lowered, but that difficulty of, of what I've been playing, which has the day one patch. Uh, is around about the same level. So I was expecting it to be significantly harder. And you have to remember that all games journalists are shit at games. Oh, yeah, yeah, terrible. So you could you could see it, but... That is true. The, having the difficulty lowered for uh, the first review, amazing. I just love the idea of that, like, guys, they're so shit at games. I, do love, I love that, it, like, it's, yeah, again, like, these people have to turn everything into a fucking conspiracy. Yeah. Like, in the, in the next tab, they were mourning about Cadbury's taking Easter off the box. Oh, my word. She, my mum was mourning to me about that she's like have you heard what Cadbury's have done like, yeah. like it never says Easter on the, like do you see pictures of them from the 70s Easter, Easter is a, Easter's like a pagan based ceremony as well so it doesn't like who can... I mean oh, if, if we're talking about ownership here like this is a this is a fertility symbol yeah I mean, you, you are essentially eating like you know ovulation uh, no I mean <laughs> I'm eating a chocolate egg Jim <laughs> don't, don't bring anything else into this Disgusting. It's like, what the fuck do they think eggs and rabbits mean? Like, anyway. Um, <laughs> I, 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 that, that stuff over the, over the weekend was incredible. People it was. Get, uh, people, getting, people getting outraged over the packaging of chocolate eggs, which hasn't changed. Like, they, if anything, it's gotten worse. Now it's less elaborate. Whereas usually, usually the same people are complaining about the crass commercialization of religious holidays. Now they're complaining that it's not crassly commercialized enough. I, it, it's bizarre. Anyway. George looks a bit, so, a bit shocked. <laughs> sorry, George. Sorry. Feared wildly. Oh, but George, from <laughs> the... My blood's up now. <laughs> from what Because you, you, when you came into the office earlier, you said you were playing uh, the original Dark Souls. Yeah. And I like that you called it the original Dark Souls, even when questioned, not Dark Souls 1. Good. <laughs> um, and you were saying, uh, you know, you, you're getting back into it because uh, it's, it's backwards compatible now. You know, what you've seen of Dark Souls 3, which I think is actually loads more than I've played. <laughs> uh, what have your thoughts been on just, just watching it on all the streams? What's incredible is that, like, I'm pretty sure we are all... Yeah, I mean, you've signed an NDA, right? We're all under embargo. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. You can say whatever the fuck you want and we can't stop you. Just but let's, notes, yeah, write, write some stuff down for us to read out. Yeah, but um, it, it looks like it's more similar towards Dark Souls 2, which most people are not going to like. Like, the way mm. it seems to play, um, even the way it looks to a certain extent. A lot of stuff is obviously, as you've mentioned before, very similar to Bloodborne. 
Um, I can't really give any form of, of opinion on difficulty or anything, so obviously I've not played it. Mm. I considered getting the Japanese version, but then I thought I can't be bothered. <laughs> it's fair. fair enough. <laughs> it's out soon, I'll just wait. Yeah, it's not that but, long to um, wait, is it? Yeah, peop- uh, from what I can see on through Twitch and stuff like that, people are enjoying it, but they're sort of... No one seems to be massively blown away by it. I think what people see if you're on gaff or watching on twitch or anything it does feel it feels a little bit like a greatest hits collection i said that when i played the, the preview build and the problem they've got now is that you know they've got to follow bloodborne and the original dark souls and, and they are but it, it, i've said before it feels a bit like miyazaki's the dark knight rises it's like everyone's back but it's That's like okay issue. but <laughs> you, you know you've been here before and it, it, it's not as good as, as what came before and bloodborne I, I, does look better like in just um, yeah. well, so so stylish this is the thing is that i think bloodborne took that you know dark souls i'm not huge into fantasy like high fantasy stuff like that all the names and everything just fuck me off and <laughs> all uh, the names and everything yeah it's <laughs> like you know lothric is about as far as i can get <laughs> before i'm like no. and Orlando. Uh, you know I, I can get with that but yeah once you i moved into to bloodborne and it just felt like an evolution of everything and it's so stylish to then go back, you're like, oh, well, the skeletons are back again. And, I, you know, I really love Dark Souls. It's one of the few games I'd give a 10 to. But I feel like I you know, kind of moved a bit beyond it with Bloodborne. And I, what I wanted to see was him then do something different to keep the, game, the core gameplay and move back. To go back to Dark Souls, which he's already nailed, feels a little bit like a tiny backward step in a lot of ways, despite the fact that the game itself is, is very enjoyable. I mean, I play the shit out of it. Play, you know, and I'm sitting there hating myself. I'm like, Sunday, like, what? what's going on here? My like, girlfriend's like, Steve, are we going to do anything? I'm, Absolutely not. I've got... <laughs> Steve is a bank holiday. I know. four days together. Just, no, I know. Lock, <laughs> lock the door. That is how it felt when, um, do you remember when Scholar of the First didn't come out? Mm-hmm. It was just after Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. And I had just finished Bloodborne by this point. I thought, I'll go play back, uh, go finish that because I never bothered on PS3. And I hated it. Yeah. Like Ooh. every single change, I just felt like such a backward step mm-hmm. compared to Bloodborne. I just could not play it. I've put it in a few times since then. I just will not play that game anymore. <laughs> it's been ruined. Wow. And my worry is that that will be the same for Dark Souls 3, although it does look like it's better than 2. So I, I hopefully. Think <laughs> it, I think you'll still enjoy it. If, you, you know, if you're anything uh, like me, like really enjoying Bloodborne and the original, you will really like it. Uh, I do. But I'm not, I just don't have that, that, joy with it that i had with the original dark souls some of that's familiarity some of it's going back to that world as opposed to you know him moving on to other ones but mm. it, the combat is sensational can't really argue with it it just it just feels a bit like a greatest hits package you're like oh and here come here's the mine you know oh here's <laughs> here's the uh did i say nope uh yeah cut that bit jim anyway get timestamp there i'm not cutting shit like you said it all right so so firstly you're now breaking uh by association the embargo <laughs> well no it was you that said it yeah and then you refused to cut it anyway oh right here's the break so i think it will be okay <laughs> right oh, for fuck's sake what's the time <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. I don't even know what meant to be cut. He said a word. Right. It's just one word. I'm just going to cut every instance of Dark Souls 3 discussion. So um, just to be safe. Just going to torture. There'll be 10 minutes of podcast left. Uh, right. Um, I'm just going to move on. Right. That's Dark Souls. Everyone basically was talking about Dark Souls. So mm-hmm. that's... Uh, that's great. I switched off, to be honest. I was checking my Twitter and shit. Oh, uh, I, thought, I thought you'd quit yeah. Twitter. 
Um, no, well, I was checking the work Twitter. Yeah, no, no, I don't have any Twitter accounts anymore. Tam agrees is you, but you're allowed to be rude. No, to Tam's about. gone now. Tam is got Tam shit. Gone? Tam's been shit canned. Oh, yeah. Shit. Well, because I realised that Tam's patter was just my patter, but with a slight sort of cop twist you had a go at us for saying that yeah because i didn't because <laughs> i didn't want to hear it Facts. from other fucking people <laughs> do you know what i mean oh shocking shocking you need this. to come to these realizations yourself and then you can deal with them but yeah tam's gone now it's fucked off this is what it's like every day George. tam was starting to have fucking opinions about stuff that he would never you know <laughs> care about um so yeah i was like that's got to go uh, George, yes. apart from Dark Souls, what else? Have you, have you been playing anything else recently? Anything new, recent? The Division, but I kind of sort of have now finished with it. Because really? I've done everything I can do. Really? Yeah. How long have you been playing it for? Like like three days. Like the actual <laughs> game time is about three actual, days. Right, okay. Right, three <laughs> days. Okay, three, not like three days ago. Okay. No. So you, um, you maxed everything out? Like, yeah, the, I mean, just it's back to the Destiny thing now. I used to play, I played Destiny for about a year, yeah. if not more, and it was just sort of repeating itself now. So going back to um, doing the same things over and over, it's hit the point where you need to wait for more things to come out. Otherwise, you're just going to kill yourself out of boredom. <laughs> it's just the same thing over and over now. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the the game I'm working through at the moment is Rise of the Tomb Raider, and uh, I've. Uh, I'm kind of I'm really really eking it out like I'm trying to do absolutely everything because I know after I after I finish that the next thing's not going to be for months and um, <laughs> uh, oh I tried playing Firewatch I wasn't going to talk about this because we talked quite a lot about Firewatch over the over the this is well I think what you said earlier is is quite interesting well I'm only about like I only got like an hour into it and it wasn't it's not a creepy game but I was really <laughs> creeped out by it. I was just, it was just, it was the anticipation of something bad happening. It was like, uh, fuck, no, there's a weird thing in my voice at the moment. I can hear it. It's going very Ewan McGregor at the end of sentences. I don't like that. What the, what? I need to stop that. Are you having a stroke? Anyway. This isn't part of your analysis of Firewatch. Firewatch. Just for anyone anyway. listening. Anyway. Anyway. Right. So yeah, I played it for an hour and it was like, it was the, you know, horror isn't as potent as the threat of horror, right? So... It was just the anticipation that and it got to the bit where you find out his tower has been ransacked. Don't know if that counts as a spoiler, no. really. Because you know shit's going to go down, right? And it got to that point and I was like, can't do this. Blistering <laughs> sunshine, like beautiful <laughs> Wyoming forestry and the, the least creepy game on, you know, that's ever been made. Mm. And certainly the first hour of it. And I ju- I'm just like, no, nah, they're gonna pull the rug out. No, nah, abort it. No, nah, go back to Tomb Raider. At least I know. <laughs> at least I know the Russians want to kill me in Terminator. So, so you're Terminator to Tomb Raider. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are, uh, are you saying it's the equivalent of if you're talking about sunshine? You know, like horror is meant to be like dark. Like think yeah. Alien or whatever. Mm. Tell you what, one of the one of the movies that scares the shit out of me the most, even though it's a bit trite now, is uh, to say is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because you know it opens and it's fucking what Texas or whatever, and it's like the sunlight. <laughs> You're like, no, nah, pl- everything looks really bleached and washed out. And they approach the house, and you're like, this is the stupidest fucking idea anyone's ever had. But it's not, it's not the the lighting that makes it necessarily look terrifying. It's the fact that they're out there in the day. And you're like, man, if someone's going to happen to these guys in the day, you know it's going to be bad. <laughs> then that guy gets put on the, or the woman gets put on the hook in the kitchen. The light's streaming in. We're like, man, bad shit shouldn't happen to people in the day. 
Like, it should be, if you're on a spaceship, fine. But I could be in, in Texas at any point, you know? I could I could just run out of gas. <laughs> and as a British guy, I'd be like, excuse me. And then a man with a fucking leather face comes out and chainsaws me. Like, terrifying, terrifying scene. So it's basically, you, you just quit before the uh, chainsaw man came out, Jim. I, well, didn't, didn't you have a, an experience like this in, in in the US? Did I? Not in Texas. But you were, you were just this, this British guy. And some like and some uh, Los Angeles native was like, "Hey, Pecker Wood." What was it? You guys were saying like some guy started shouting at you when you were crossing the road because you were British. Oh no, I was with white. I was with Burns that time. That was uh, that was interesting. No, didn't you get? Oh no, I was on the way up to. This was was well before I met you. Yeah, I was in Vegas, and uh, I decided to take a little walk up to the stratosphere. So I was staying at Mandalay Bay, which is all the way at the other end of the of the strip. And I was going up towards uh, the stratosphere because I wanted to go on the rides. You know, that was, that was when I had joy in my life before <laughs> I turned into a husk. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, I think it was January or February. So I was wearing, it was quite cold. So I was wearing a fucking tweed jacket. Obviously. <laughs> stratosphere is, is, you know, into kind of getting towards old Vegas sort of way. So Circus Circus is up there. You know, that's never a good fucking start. And, uh, yeah, I saw these two guys on the other side of the road. And they, they were looking at me and I was like, hmm. And uh, then they stopped and one of them pointed and then one of them crossed and then they started to cross the road. And I was like, this is it. I'm out. I'm done now. <laughs> and they were like, uh, they say, yo, buddy. And I was like, oh, no. Like the most threatening buddy you've ever heard. Hey, buddy. Yeah. And I was like, oh. and like yeah, like where are you from? Right. So I was, you know, I was living in Bournemouth at that time. But I thought, well, they're not going to know where Bournemouth is. <laughs> So she went, London. And I went, oh, cool. And walked off. It's like, <laughs> what are these intimidation tactics going on in this Probably town? I thought he was from Australia. It, well, I did have that on that very same trip. I got into the lift at Mandalay Bay. It's got fucking... Maybe, maybe they were like, if this guy, if this guy says Abu Dhabi, we're going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what would have been the wrong answer? I don't question? know why London is a right answer to that question. Because you would, you would have thought that... It was just a lead into... Now give me your wallet. Now give me your wallet. Yeah. But, but why Why is being from London sort of... I, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I, it was so bizarre. That I don't know why they were disarmed by this statement. Uh, but if you think Maybe about... Maybe they think people from London are really hard. Well, think about it logically. If you see someone walking down the road, yeah. you point at them, yeah. and then you turn around, cross the road to confront them, why would you stop the confrontation? It's not like I then lifted my shirt and had a gun in my belt or anything. <laughs> Maybe just thought, why is he up here? Maybe he's got like a list of people that he wants to go from different places. He'd already done London. He'd already got the other games journalists. Yeah, but I got in a lift and, some, and I pressed the button for this guy. I said, which floor? He's 52 or something. Went all the way up there in silence. And then at the very end, he turned to me and went, you from Australia? Nope. And he went, oh, and got out. <laughs> Fuck me. Just weird town. Probably working on it all the way up to the top. <laughs> he just... Working on his opening line. Yeah. And it was wrong. Didn't yeah. Know to do. Everyone's got it wrong in that trip. <laughs> I've never been to Vegas. I want to go to Vegas. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, I want to go to Vegas in the same way that I want to go to New York. Like, knowing that it's just... It's, a, it's basically a town I'm familiar with in this country, but on the test. 
Yeah. Um, New York's great. I'd love to go to New, New York. New York's great. New York makes so much sense. London as a city makes the least sense mm-hmm. of any city I've been to. Like Amsterdam laid out. We on about makes sense. London makes perfect fucking sense. Fuck off. No, London makes perfect fucking sense. The Romans built it. The Germans fucked it. And they didn't want to change anything. So, well, that's what I mean. Like, so it makes no, perfect sense are, why it doesn't make sense. <laughs> there are um, no straight lines. Pretty much. Like there's like what like like Regent and then Oxford Circus. And mm-hmm. they're, they're the straight lines, and then everything else is uh, like Amsterdam's beautiful, yeah, but beautifully Am- Am- laid out. Yeah, but Amsterdam is not New the York, greatest city on earth. New York's beautifully laid out. It's all New York lines, is also not the sense. greatest city on earth. I, 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 I'm going to ask you to move out. Frankly. It's impossible. It's impossible. To, it's impossible to get lost in New York because if you if you don't know where you are, you look up. You're on like 71st yeah, Street. Yeah, because they name you all go the, up one way. You're in 72nd Street. They, you go the other way. You're on 70th. It's, it's like fucking Milton Keynes, where every street's a grid <laughs> reference. Um, you know, you you can take a wrong turn in Soho and end up on fucking Pig Shagger Lane or whatever. <laughs> I love that about London. I love how like uh, I love how you can see the history everywhere. Uh, you can you can tell just from the street names where people used to pay for a shag with um, a pig. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Pig shagger lane, grope cunt lane. Th- those are real things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know that in, in in Victorian times, I think it was in, in where they where they got quite puritanical towards the end of a reign. They uh, they went around the country, kind of renaming. I don't think there was like a a, a society or anything. It was just a sort of cultural thing where it happened where all the grope cunt lanes in the country ended up getting renamed to uh, you know grab grab fanny yeah grab fanny lane was probably the least um, but yeah cockburn street became pronounced coburn street in edinburgh it's like it clearly says cockburn street yeah like you know it's gone a bit stocky this this is where they used to set the dicks on fire i don't understand why you you know uh Syphilis. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> bit of history. Um, but that's why. Let's London, talk about Batman now, Jim. That's why London's we got to talk about Batman. Batman. I don't want to talk about Batman because we've already we've done, done a, a separate thing, thing about Batman. Are there any other video No, games I'm talking on the about agenda. Batman. I want to talk. We didn't talk on that about Ben Affleck and his hair. Oh, Ben Affleck. The best thing about the movie. Uh, me and Burns were texting each other after I'd seen it. I was in. Um, <laughs> I was in my flat with with flatmates and an, uh, one of our other mates that had come. And I was like, and I was reiterating what Burns was saying. Because <laughs> they all know Burns and they were like, is Burns like, is Burns like getting mad about how good Ben Affleck looks? He's like, no, he seems really happy about it. He's happy for him. <laughs> oh, he looks great. And he looks bored. He looks like a bored rich guy. It's great. He oh. looks, like Ben Affleck looks fucking, there's a shot where he's weightlifting. Yeah. We can't, we can't be free with the spoilers on this one. Actually, probably should. But you know, he's I mean, we lift, know he's probably going to be. He's going to lift away some Batman, right? right? <laughs> Batman. There is a shot where he's weightlifting, and he just looks like, as Burns said to me the other night, he looks like he's on more tests than the entire fucking WWE roster. He's, <laughs> just, he's just, he looks so good. He's got the musculature so of a horse. <laughs> in that fucking time. Like, but it's classic Zack Snyder. Like everything is is lit and sculpted. So it's like with three hundred, it's like get the light in there. And also get some CG probably. But yeah, looks fucking great. Yeah. There we go. With, with, I imagine Miller was quite impressed with that scene. Then so yeah. It's well, I, I'm not sure Miller was impressed with with any of it. He did. Really. I say he sent me a text just like on like 
the next day just and it just read that movie is an abomination <laughs> and that was it that's all he said i was impressed with the fact that everyone in it had like a bigger chest than fucking ricardo Montal. <laughs> <laughs> It's, no one knows who that is, Jim, like, even though they probably recognise it. It's like, fucking hell, it's just some of the most beautiful people on planet Earth in that film. But they will all be dead in like 12 years. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> They're just going to fucking melt. Have you seen it's Batman? It's going to be like the Superman, Wicked Witch of the George? West. Yeah, no. so are you planning on seeing it? I will do. But at the same time, I'm Mate, not expecting much. Do you know what? That's me, the best attitude. Do you know that's, what? Because rubbish. Me but... and Burns said on this other thing that we did, we did earlier that um, at the end of it, we were like, do you know what? do actually want to watch it again bizarrely but i think it's it's a fascinating film and it's it's worth watching and it's like it's a cultural moment this film has been essentially in the works for about 30 years Mm. yeah i can't remember who it was if someone someone on twitter was like i think like maybe the reason that no one's like hyped for it just before it came out because it seems like it's been going on forever like it was announced fucking years ago yeah. that first thing and someone else was like yeah I have gone bald in the time that it's taken <laughs> for the film to come out <laughs> was, it, was, was that head. Henry Cavill talking <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. he's in trouble though he is in trouble like Jim and I exhaustive uh, research into Henry Cavill's mm. hair yeah. and let's, yeah. let, let's get down to it Henry Cavill is a sensationally good looking man so he's lucky that he can get, gonna get away with that. But even between Man of Steel, which was three years ago, you're like gonna need to see the doctor about that. He's gonna need to get some plugs and shit. Like, it's- but it's the future now. If like, look, put it this way: if Steve Claridge, the footballer, mm-hmm. he's had it done. He's had his receding hairline. Steve Claridge is the most unfashionable man in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> you are Superman, and you've got all the dollars. Just. You know, yeah. just pop in for a chat. Do you know what? I would happily, like, I, you know, I would, I would donate some of my hair so that a man who looked like Henry Cavill could preserve his hairline for <laughs> well, and also, <laughs> I've got, I've, I mean, I, I'm like... Oh, know, shut up, Jim. I've got a ridiculously um, well-preserved hairline. No, right. I don't have a bald patch. By the time my dad was my age... He was, he was basically had as, as much hair as he does now. It just, it just went and that was it. But for, was, somehow, it, was it when he signed on for Man of Steel? <laughs> <laughs> somehow I've, I've skipped a generation on that. That's what it does, isn't it? I'm like, you know, 30, coming up for 32 and I've still got like a pretty full head of hair. I'd happily give some of it up for Henry Cavill. Yeah. Not, not just, not because of fucking Superman, but you know, just because I think he's a good client. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah. when you find out where he went to school, Jim, you probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen that I school. I don't want to. Does does it look like uh, does it look anything like Royal Holloway or Hogwarts? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. That's the answer. <laughs> Don't bring me into this. I didn't go to a prep school. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Hogwarts first, and I thought, nah, I can get a dig in here. Yeah, but, thanks. Um, yeah. There we go. It's weird that um, Hog. It's weird that Harry Potter has become a sort of a thing that's that's generally well loved by. Everyone, because it because it is about sort of basically public school cunts, isn't it? Yeah, apparently, like after they became popular stuff, there was a big increase in kids wanting to go to like boarding schools because they thought it would be lovely and See, fun. That's just disgusting, and, and, it's and not disgusting. the fucking terrible ordeal that it obviously is. Boarding school. I mean, I know I was I was always threatened with boarding yeah, school. Fifteen like years most later, kids. we got a right wing government. So. Yeah, uh, well, there you go. Exactly, George, <laughs> young George Osborne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm not going to say anything. Gideon. Not going to say anything about old Georgie boy. 
and many accusations made against his character. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but like being schooled in somewhere with ridiculous surroundings, like Royal Holloway, has got like I used to eat in a room which had the paintings of all the former deans. <laughs> And the original standard, the roof was about 100 feet above you, Jeez. the ceiling, and the standard used to hang. And that was the canteen. And there's a fucking statue of Queen Victoria in one of the quads. It has, yeah, in one, one of, of the, the quads. In one of the quads. There you go, right? No, just one, several quads. But, uh, Sta- but a statue of Queen Victoria. Yeah. But then you remember you're just, you're just watching fucking 80s movies on your film course. <laughs> thinking, <laughs> shouldn't I be doing like ppe or something rather than so yeah it doesn't i don't think it makes that much difference yeah but then that's just me saying it you know did you go to a normal school george yep, normal a normal person school. school yeah <laughs> i went to a normal person school and i went to the tag here of uh universities you, yeah, if I you like, went to a normal person school how come you're not a fucking normal I, l- I, li- I like how to tell people you. i like to tell people that burns was educated overseas because it's while it's true it has connotations that <laughs> <laughs> it, true. it could have been, I said this before it could have been worse uh, before I moved back to Britain uh, I was uh, going to move from Hastenbeck Junior School into the secondary school which was called Prince Rupert School <laughs> <laughs> yes at, at Prince Rupert and yeah they were pretty strict no, even just from the, the the prep stuff they'd have someone come in and talk to the children before they went there wow yeah I'm glad I didn't go there because it would have been worse yeah it would have been much worse it's unbearable I'd be in, I would be in government. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like the art secretary or something. Oh, fuck me. Just cutting everything. Just being like, no. <laughs> Fucking burn the libraries. Uh, uh, right. 10 Cloverfield. Co- Fucking hell, I can't even say it. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Was the best film I saw. I hear it's brilliant. Weekend. It's really, I hope it doesn't really run good. out of cinemas before I get the time to go and see I it. Think, I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. But I think you'd be one of the people... One of the common criticisms is that it's it has a bad ending. But oh, I've heard it's uh, got which, a very I, good ending. Well, I disagree. You know, I think it's got a very good ending. <laughs> I disagree. But uh, there's there's a bit of back and forth on that. There really? seems to be, but but it, it doesn't get divisive until the last bit of the film. So you know, the consensus is that it's fucking great. John Goodman is incredible in it. I like, like John Goodman a lot. Yeah, we you, do. Like it's worth that film is worth watching just for his performance. Really, he, it's 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 a John Goodman that you haven't quite seen before, and to be like pulling shit out the bag and surprising people at this kind of twilight stage of his career is pretty... pretty I mean, he's not that old, Jim. No, I know, but he's 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 been in the game a long fucking yeah. time. He's apparently though, like a really nice man, though, because I read, I can't remember where it was, but I read an article, it was an interview with him, and he was like, yeah, I mean, he's talking about how he met like an actress, like one of his peers, a younger actress, basically. And he was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to ever talk to her again because, you know, she's just amazing and I'm just this guy. Like, he's probably yeah. just like a really humble, like, yeah. nice man that doesn't think he's really that good. And like, But he really is. Yeah. Like, he's... Uh, um, oh, I do want to go and see it because I like the idea of something coming out of the extraordinary horseshit, which was... Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah, you see, this is, I, th- I thought Cloverfield was a bag of fucking piss. It's fucking and I had rubbish. Absolutely no fucking interest in a sequel. So like, One good scene. Is is it in Cloverfield? Because I only watched it once and I was just tutting constantly <laughs> through it. Is, is it in Cloverfield where the uh, the skyscrapers, fall, one falls into the other, 
and that woman is impaled on the little like uh, iron bar. And so one of the main characters goes to rescue her and then just lifts her off it. It's like, what? It's just a movie where things happen just because they can happen. Mm. It's like, let's all run across this bridge. Just get in the basement. Just get in the fucking basement. Like, why would you? It's like, oh, there's a, you know, the the army. Oh, it's a terrible, good helicopter crash. Best, one of the best (laughs) aircraft crashes in all of moviedom. Uh, I imagine that's what it would be like. Well, it is what it's like to actually be in a helicopter crash. It just straps a camera into a rotating fucking cockpit. Mm. But yeah, the rest of the... I'm, I was glad when his brother got fucking iced on that bridge as well. I was like, this is <laughs> shit. All these people are fundamentally unlikable. That was, that, yeah, that, that, I mean, that was basically what people said at the time, that it was it was a bunch of extremely unlikable... And that's fine, because... Millennials. You know, yeah, it's, it's, you know, like the movie I uh, would be in. Fucking toss-potting their way through New York. I'm off to Japan. <laughs> I'm not off to Japan. Fuck. But no, rubbish. Yeah, so no. I like the idea. Absolutely, absolutely rubbish. No, but 10 Chlorophyll Lane is like... It's a totally different film and a mm. much better one. Very, it's extremely good. Oh, I'm going to see it now, Jim. Yeah. And if it's not extremely good, it I'm is extremely good. You. There is very. I, I think the chances of you not liking this are fucking slim to none. Oh, so there we go. There we go. I saw. Even if it's just John Goodman, like, all right, he's worth it. I do like John. He's Goodman. very, very. I saw High Rise this weekend. That's meant to be really good. It's got your man fucking Loki in it. Isn't it's it? got your man Tom Hiddleston in it. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a very good film. Well, it's a good film. It looks very nice, but it's a bit obvious in its political themes. It's basically right. just the whole way through. It's just like Thatcherism, shit, wasn't it? Like that's basically the is it capitalism is a bit fucking awful. Is it, it about George Osborne? Like fucking, <laughs> is Hiddleston meant to be Gideon? Yeah. <laughs> he realizes like, what he's wrong. Is it about like Osborne and Cameron sort of going about <laughs> shagging stuff? That's the, there is a lot of shagging in it. Yeah, like yeah. You know, like shagging sort of buses and like just weird shit. Owls. No. <laughs> buses owls. I am getting. Well, I am definitely going to see it now, just on the off chance that <laughs> owl shagging. Right. Um, no, it looks very nice, but and it's it's shot very nicely, and the, there is a lot of shagging in it. Some of it in slow motion. Yeah, um, if that's of interest to anyone. Really, um, but like it's is it's just a bit obvious. But it's it's set in the seventies, and it all it's all it all looks very nice, and there are a lot of quite funny bits in it. Reece Shearsmith's in it. All right. Yeah, been um been a bit mad. Being himself. Yeah, yeah, he plays an orthodontist, and um, when basically like everyone lives, it's it's about tower block. The is basically a self-sustaining society, and like the lower classes live on the lower levels, and like Snowpiercer but vertical. Yeah, the higher up you get, the more upper class you are, and like the upper upper levels have power, and but the lower levels are power cuts and shit and failures, and um, they all go a bit sort of dystopian but only within the tower block so some of them still go to work every day and then come back and like kill and and, and rape people <laughs> of an evening um <laughs> so and, like so it, is this is this uh, any it's like, like is this a sci-fi thing or is c- it kind of yeah it's one uh, it's not sci- mm. that i'd say i apart from um what's his face being in it i knew nothing about well, it's it, based so. on the book of the same name mm. by jg ballard i want to say all right yep and um, 
Yeah, and like my favorite character in it is Reece Shearsmith, probably because he pops up every now and then, getting progressively a bit more mental. So, like, as the basically like the different floors yeah. start forming little tribes, and he's like, "We're on the same floor now. That's all that matters." And then <laughs> the next time you see him, he's fashioned himself a little sort of policeman's uniform <laughs> <laughs> and has like a little badge that has twenty five on it that he's ripped off some door numbers and made himself a little like floor twenty five badge. Shit. <laughs> really good. I need to see this though, just yeah, for the Reese Shearsmith. I do need to go into that. Good, because it's it's um it's one of those films that's funded by like the BFI and Channel yeah, Four a bit, yeah. so it's got a lot of lot of British talent. That's quite cool. Like yeah. on the on the poster, Loki just looks like he's playing George Osborne. Um, um, we should get George Osborne on this on the video gamer uh, podcast. We should do. Yeah, I've often contemplated like giving all this up this frivolous stuff up and becoming like a very serious political pundit and working my way up the ranks so that one day I'll be face to face with George Osborne and I can just throw it all the way by kicking him in the cock really <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be it that'll be that'll be my work yeah. that would ruin that would ruin his career because there would be like there's no way he become he could become the prime minister and uh, like and deal with like Putin if someone had kicked him in the dick on <laughs> on television and he'd done nothing about it, he's not going to turn around and punch. Yeah, people were like, yeah, but you got how are you going to stop me? Someone kicked you in the dick on national television. <laughs> like I could do that now. Uh, maybe we should get him on. See what he says. You, you, so you're it's, you're going to go pay to see Batman. Uh, I use like an unlimited card, so I'm not paying technically. Uh, so. That's fair. I wouldn't give that fucking phone money. I've already had pay. it booked twice and missed both. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but because, I will see it at some point. Because I'm like everyone's saying like I know yeah it's gonna be shit. I'm still gonna see it. If you go and see, even though you know it's gonna be shit, they're gonna keep making shit films. Oh, um, I was happy yeah. to give uh, my twelve pounds to uh, to see it though. Oh, happy, happy, if not satisfied. Well. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, moving on. Well, uh, what else we got, Jim? It was, uh, and I needed to see how much they'd fucked this movie that I'd been imagining for 30 years, you know. <laughs> well, not 30 years, but uh, close enough. Um, anyway, I think we've got uh, questions and stuff coming up. Let's do them. We need to do them, unfortunately. It's, uh, it's, uh, Sad thrilled. Pads it out, you know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Patreon patron um as george uh, is a patron if you want to um be a member of the video gamer community club which comes with various benefits depending on which tier you back us on extra videos uh, extra videos in fact you'll you start getting extra videos no matter what uh yeah even a dollar on. even a dollar will get a some extra stuff yeah. there is um like a there's lots of behind the scenes stuff that you can get um from ten dollars upwards and uh if you're uh, on the five dollar tier, you get um, uh, an extended podcast, um, which is usually about twenty minutes longer than the standard one that goes up on Wednesday. Uh, so, if you're interested in hearing more of this fucking nonsense, yeah, uh, then go to Patreon. Brilliant nonsense, Jim. Yeah, Come Patreon, on now. <laughs> go to Patreon.com forward slash Video Gamer and. Um, yeah. Give us some fucking you dosh. Come, right. Come hang out with us. Yeah, exactly. Got a community club night coming up on Wednesday. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got Video Gamer, the Video Gamer Awards. We've got a community night coming up. And I'm we've got VG Live too. Don't you kind of both? Oh, there you go. Fuck's sake. There you go. It's got more of me yet. I'm going to see you in the audience. It's going to put me right off my fucking game. <laughs> I should maintain eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we're potentially three live events this year. Yeah, yeah. That, well, we know of, that we know of. I did right. go to the first VG live as well. 
So oh, so were, were, yeah. were you there? Yeah, uh, we were like very nearly late. Did we the have trains a, were? Did we have a conversation? Maybe like a quick one. Oh, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't hang around it's too long. Classic, it's classic gym. As long as I'm not being too much of a cunt. No. I, 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 like, <laughs> no, no, as far no. as I was aware, where to, today was the first time I'd ever seen you. So, um, <laughs> uh, no, there's like there's a few there's a few dudes from the sort of video game community that I see all the time. Like to the point where like there's a guy called Cal Magnu. Every time I see him, he buys me cider. It doesn't mean, even great, matter where we are. It's sometimes, a great relationship. Sometimes I just see him on the street. And he just gives me <laughs> shit. Mm. Um, Callum's all right. He's a good lad. Yeah, he's a good lad. He's a very good lad. Um, George but, isn't. <laughs> George has not. George, George has never bought me. Sli- well, he's <laughs> sort of in a roundabout, maybe. maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, right. First, <laughs> first question is from somebody who calls themselves Marack Obama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to put this question to you, Stephen W. Burns. They ask, have Capcom fucked it? Presumably talking about Street Fighter V. Surely it should be, has Capcom fucked it? Anyway. Yeah, we, we're, we're in uh, video games, Alice, and we talk about companies in the singular. That's, well, they are. Right. Secondly, <laughs> uh, the answer is yes, obviously. They dropped out of the top four, didn't they? I saw... Three five five yes yeah. did uh, drop out the UK top forty. It's uh, it's just annoying because they made what is by all accounts a, a sterling fighting game, and uh, yeah, just back end troubles of, yeah. all, of all sorts it seems. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just I had a few back end troubles last oh, week. Oh my word! Uh, <laughs> but, um, okay. Like negative press just builds and builds and builds, and, and it's mm. difficult to see how in a lot of people's minds how it's ever going to recover. Like George, you. Do you play Street Fighter? Did you buy it? I bought it. Yeah. Um, I think I bought it for like £30. Right. Like a normal person. Yeah. Right. Uh, No no Steam press accounts here. (laughs) After a week, I took it to game and price matched it and got £36. So I'm up. Oh, wow. Capcom have done very well then. (laughs) No, I I didn't like it at all. Um, I just couldn't get on board with it. Um, I don't really do fighting games that much. Mm. And if I do, I just, I gave it a try. Uh, Played online twice, lost both. And then the servers went down. So they right. never come back. Time to so retire. Of it. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah, it's difficult to see really perception. Well, unless they just, unless they fix it. But it's it's also had loads of other problems. Like it's had problems about the so-called censorship, which we won't get too much into because it's a stupid and ridiculous concept. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a whole bunch of other shit that's happening, like nude mods on PC. Oh my just, goodness! Yeah, and yeah, a lot. Of, you know, it's getting it's kind of buried. When you think Street Fighter Five now starting to think problems rather than the fighting game that I've people have fallen in love with i've seen a lot of people complaining about that like, it's, it's not capcom's fault but like a lot of people complain about rage quitters and people quitting yeah. they lose a match and stuff there never used like, to be a penalty i don't think mm-hmm. i heard them say there was like no penalty to losing so as soon as they went to lose they just quit and it didn't count peter McAllister says what defunct game series would you like to see get the ukulele slash bloodstained treatment i assume he means some kind spiritual of successor. spiritual successor. Um. Don't give a shit about video games. To us. <laughs> the old ones still exist. So They're probably those. defunct for a reason. No. I'd, <laughs> I'd like a, a kind of vampire the masquerade type video game. I'd like again. that game to work. I know it does now, but I remember when it launched... People were so excited. Well, it only lo- it only works now because f- fans are still very dedicated to mm. it and keep making massive patches that you have to slap on his ass whenever you install <laughs> it. Like, um, but yeah, uh, Bloodlines and Redemption were both good, uh, good if flawed, potentially broken games, and I'd like to see that again. What mm. I don't know. What is the ukulele? 
is um, I, I'm gonna That's say the now Banjo Kazooie thing, yeah, isn't it? Banjo Kazooie Kazooie sort of uh, spiritual follow up, yeah. and I gotta say, I couldn't be less fucking interested. <laughs> um, I know it exists, and that's about all I want to know. What I would like to see is uh, some kind of remaster, reissue, or just something in the style of Cruise for a Corpse by Delphine Software, right? Um, which I played on the Amiga. It's this adventure game. It was in the style, it was meant to be, a, you know, the adventure game equivalent of Agatha Christie's Death on the Nile or mm-hmm. uh, Orient Express or whatever. But what I remember playing it as a child, and children are stupid. Um, and well stupid. It was just this kind of Amiga game where you walked around the, uh, a ship and just sort of, you were meant to be a police investigator, a police inspector investigating a murder that had happened on a ship. But you just kind of went around pointing at people and going, uh, you've killed him. <laughs> and they would be like, how preposterous. And then you'd be like, oh, I guess you didn't. And then you'd move on. So, But Do we've you, like, already got L.A. Noir. Yeah, so I was going to say, say. I'd, I'd like an... A, Another LA Noir, like because I did like like LA Noir quite a lot. I yeah, but LA Noir like... won on a boat. <laughs> you could set the next one on a boat. There yeah, you there go. you go. <laughs> yeah. But I, and I loved it. And I loved, my favorite thing about it was the what the weirdly mismatched interrogation thing. Where yeah. like because it because I like when you press doubt, like mm-hmm. wasn't it like it before it was supposed to be like they change like, it not threatened but like towards something. the end, didn't they like. Yeah, it was meant so, to be something like intimidate. Yeah, and or, so when you or press, probe. so when you press doubt, like instead of saying to like this old woman, "Oh, I think there are some holes in your story," you'd be like, "Fuck you!" So like, yeah. "Where is he? I know you did it." Like, that was also like, fucking slap my head in the table. That game was also really because I played that for review, and uh, it it seemed like it had its cases the wrong way round. Like the the yeah, so you like come off like murder, and you went and into it, vice, and you'd be like, oh. oh, oh. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, it was almost very front loaded, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Even though Didn't it's got you the... go to Vice after the the thing happens where, and then it's arson at the end, isn't it? Be- I think because the arson guy, you the get really, yeah, man. You, you get really good at like moida. Um, so then the guy in Vice is like, come work in Vice and stuff, and then be- something happens. It, something happens like something where you like have an affair with a German singer or something, and then you get busted down to. Arson, but then it turns out there's a thing. The there. DLC for it was really good as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the missions in it were miles better in the some of the way the investigations unfolded yeah. was so much better than how they did uh, in the actual game. But yeah, yeah. it's quite good. I, I really wanted to like it, but it's Eleanor is a shit game. It's a rubbish game, and when people shut up, Elizabeth. Okay, George, how do you feel about it? When people open their mouths, their mouths. It was okay. From what I've only played it the once when it came out, and I really don't remember that much about it. I remember like it just didn't really stick with me. I remember the only case getting I got perfectly was because I guessed every answer and happened to get the right one. I did that. I got the achievement for is it Leland Monroe, the. The, the real estate guy who's transforming California, you meet him towards the end and you go into his office. I was just jabbing all manner of shit and then it just went, you know, whatever, however many Gs it was, 50 Gs, perfect investigation. I was like, I'm so good at this game. You didn't have a fucking clue what I'd done. <laughs> Never did it again. Do you, remember, yeah. do you remember when David Cage said that the, the technology that they made a big thing of at the time um, for Elie Noir 
was a very interesting dead end when it, yes. came to, when it came to motion capture, but that's all it was. And everyone slagged him off, and it turns out he was absolutely 100% fucking Well, right. that's his stop clock moment, isn't it? You know? Well, yeah. No, he was absolutely right. He, he was right, I mean, but that's what he knows. But, yeah, I mean, he, he was, like, people should have <laughs> listened to him, because, like, you know... Um, I'll never listen to David. Oh, right. Joking. All right, uh, George. What do you think of Quantic Dream and David Carr? <laughs> David Carr. Yeah. Uh, I've never really like gone too far into. It. I played Heavy Rain. Yeah. Way after it was released. Yeah. And didn't finish it. I got like seventy-five percent of the way through or something okay. like that. Thought it was pretty decent. And then I was considering Beyond until I saw every review. I have a lot of time for Quantic Dream. I have a lot of time for Quantic Dream. No, I don't have any time for them. I have no. loads of time for Quantic Dream. I think they're... Um... Oh, shut Have you seen their, their new one? What's it called? Robocop. It's going to be terrible. Like... be better if it was. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, no fucking around with, oh, I'm a, I'm a robot, but I've got feelings. Give me a massive gun. <laughs> they stomp around and then let me go and harass my ex-wife and shoot people with a massive gun yeah. best movie it's like Beyond Two Souls Detroit probably like Detroit <laughs> Several Cunts can't remember <laughs> Detroit um, Several Cunts um, but yeah I, I, quite, I quite enjoy Quantic Dream games um, but you know I enjoy them on the same level that I enjoyed uh, Batman vs Superman like Nomad Souls amazing <laughs> <laughs> Nomad Souls amazing every so often you run into David Bowie and he's doing a song just yeah. in the middle of the game brilliant inspired yeah but it's never fucking Major Tom is it it's never <laughs> bloody life on Mars it's that shit one he wrote for the fucking game <laughs> fucking David Bowie Ollie, people of Omicron. Not clever. No. Tom says, "What do you think the whole Dark Souls three thing, where people have access to? Ah, uh, you know what? It's too fucking long. I'm not reading that. Oh, is that there's some people downloaded it on the Japanese store? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's not cheap. bother answering it. Let's Damien it. B, who is a Patreon guy, just like yourself, George. Um, please, no, actually, is he Patreon? I don't know. Anyway, I've definitely be seen, now. I've seen him around. <laughs> right, so uh, he says PlayStation four point five. A, a, Massive piss take of existing consumers? Question mark. Don't think it's a piss take. I think it's probably a much... Uh, my opinion kind of changed on this. I think it's, it's probably a much needed refresh, um, hardware-wise, because I remember talking a few weeks back to... Um, uh, well, I won't say who he is, but uh, a guy who's worked on a lot of AAA is now an indie dev. And he was talking about like when it got to the end of last gen and how... like the, the most of the work was getting things to run and optimization and they were really uh, up against it um, as the, the gap between the, the consoles and the PC stuff at the time just got wider and wider mm -hmm. and wider. Uh, and, it, and because that gen lasted for so long... Oh, so long. Um, the... Uh, you know, it, it became increasingly difficult to, to make anything because... You know, you wanted to do anything that had uh, that, that felt modern, that did new things. You had to really, really work hard just to get the machine to fucking run it. Um, and that's where, you know, mo most of the team was working on code optimizations and shit like that. Well, I get that, but... Um, but, but he said that because this gen, gen was so kind of hastily, it seems hastily put together from off-the-shelf stuff, and how all the consoles are now just sort of x86 machines and uh, 
and and they came out with uh, you know kind of mid range specs. Now we're already reaching the point where the gulf between the consoles and PC is like at a wider point than it would have been before in the same cycle. So it's probably to do with that. I'd imagine um, was part of the uh, decision making there. PS4 slim, slim mm. line, slightly more. So better technology and a bit more support for um, like uh, 4K Blu-ray stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that. calling it 4.5 feels like a bit of a piss take. I don't, I, think, like, I don't think they're going to be calling it 4.5. Well, no, like the, as a concept, because like it means if you can't afford to get like Rich Stanton, the notorious Rich Stanton, I saw was saying like, like what is it going to be like? Can I trade in my PS4 and get like the the better one? If I give them like my old PS4 and fifty quid like with a phone or whatever, because does it like if you can't afford to get one, that means you're just gonna be like, are you gonna have to stay with your PS4 that is that is not optimized for you know? Just, well, uh, or are you gonna have to drop like another four hundred well, quid? The latest set of rumors is that every like there will be no split in terms of the software library, so every PS4 will be able to run every PS4 game. They'll just be, you know, optimizations depending on which version of the hardware you're running it on. You think about it, this so, sort of thing has already has already kind of happened. There is precedent for it in some way in that when the original Xbox 360 launched, it was arcade and core, mm. and they didn't have HDMI out, and they were like, we don't need HDMI, you don't need 1080p support, it's all bullshit. And then they released a machine which had HDMI support, which, you know, and then they had uh, 1080p so uh, patched in. So I think they'll go that route. I think it'll be smaller changes than you anticipate. But if you've got a 4K television, if you've got, <laughs> you know, so if you've got that stuff, you'll be able to take advantage of, you know, better support for uh, games, maybe, or better, and definitely better support for, for Blu-ray yeah. and certain elements of the 4K experience, as they'll say. But I don't think it's going to be full-blown. The processor is miles better, blah, blah, because mm-hmm. then, you will, then you will start splitting your base but whereas if you can just turn certain effects on and off depending on the machine or the output from the machine that makes more sense mm-hmm. to, like to I, I can i can i can foresee that games will come out once this is established where if you've got the playstation 4k it'll run at 60 or something like that right or it'll just run at a higher frame rate or it'll, there'll be certain graphical effects as you say that will be turned on whereas on the other model they're turned off um how do you feel about it george it's just further dividing like if the, the, a lot of people that are like are going to take advantage of it are going to buy it anyway regardless of what it is that's because it's a fair point but it's the same with vr all the headsets they're just they're gone already because it's always going to be bought it's always going to happen it's just like a slim version like steve said it's just going to be more the 3ds have done it haven't they have you yeah, got 3ds yeah i've got the new one that they're on about so like the one where it's extended and i did do the trade-in for that and that's what people are going to do yeah because it's just going to be trading in your own con- old console to get a new one even though you don't really need it yeah but it's like i think there's two 3d uh, s games that are like only work on this console yeah i don't work on anything else but then they've got all the little add-ons where they're doing like the snes games and things yeah. like that where that's can, astonishing to me that yeah, you can't can get snes run, games right you can't get snes <laughs> games on an old 3ds but you can on the new one because it's like emulating or if something anyone strange. Uh, if anyone else did that They'd be slated, but because it's Nintendo. Saintly <laughs> Nintendo. You should get away with it. Next question, Jim. <laughs> um, our good friend Cal Magnu, who we were talking about earlier, asked three questions. Jim, will you be wearing a kilt for the awards? 
I'm thinking about it, but I... Uh, is he still... The other... He was asking people last week, like, what's the dress code? <laughs> <laughs> there is no... Um, Tuxedo. I'm thinking about it, but it would logistically make things difficult for me, so probably not. Uh, Burns, what watch are you thinking of for the night? <laughs> well, it's... Is this uh, going to be the Satek Daytona, or... Well, it depends on what, what I'm wearing. Mm. See, I've got a ticket... Well, yeah. you know, I can get tickets to the BAFTAs the night after. Yeah. So I'm like, I have to buy a tuxedo, right? And I'm like, if I buy a tuxedo, I'll probably wear it. Because you've got to get your wear out of it, you know? <laughs> right? And then I can wear it. You know, but then you're like, well, do, do you, you want to borrow the kilt? No. <laughs> and I'm like, do I want to double up? Do I want a tuxedo both nights? What, I mean, is that, can you do that? Are you allowed to do that? Mm. I'm pretty, so, pretty sure you can, can you? Man? No, maybe I'm just overthinking it. Anyway, I'll probably... If I was wearing a tuxedo, <laughs> wear a lovely dress watch. Yeah? You can't be walking around with a fucking sports watch on and a tuxedo. See people doing that. They're wrong. They're a disgrace. Scum. Okay? They are scum. <laughs> okay? But if I'm just wearing, you know, like a nice Prince of Wales check jacket, <laughs> I, you know, there's more leeway. I, so I, really, I, the question oh, hasn't been answered at all. Oh, we're talking about jackets. <laughs> You sent me an interesting screen grab from a certain internet forum where somebody oh, had screen grabbed you in a video and, and somebody had screen grabbed him um, and gone, <laughs> I think it was something on the lines of, does anyone know where you can get this jacket? The wearer <laughs> is based in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> didn't actually mention who you were. It was just, but it was good. Weird, uh, <laughs> good. Uh, it's very strange. Um, how did you find out about that by the way did someone sent it to did me. somebody just send it to you yeah. uh, how did they find maybe out maybe it was them and then someone underneath asked me again and I was like I'm, I'm not going to answer it yeah <laughs> like no I'm not going to tell you where I shop that's yeah. what they're trying to find out yeah they don't want the jacket whatsoever they're just planning your roots uh, Bill Al shit <laughs> sorry Bill Al SQ1 says which one of the gang farts in the office I suspect Dave Alex, does Dave <laughs> fart a lot in the office? No, I've noticed. I mean, he eats you sit next to him, so... Yeah, he's yeah. got the worst diet out of he all of He eats a lot of I mean, chocolate. Even compared to me, he's got the worst diet at the office. Um, he does have a secret drawer, doesn't he? He does have a secret... Well, then last week, bless him, because he, he, James has had a lot of cream eggs because he was doing Easter egg hunks. He's got children and that. And uh, he gave, gave round uh, cream eggs a couple of times. And Dave d- saved them. Bless his heart. I was so proud. He didn't eat them on the spot. He put them in his little secret drawer of chocolate. He's aging. He's aging badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Harry Egerton says, if to fip it is to fuck it, yes. what would to scammel Miller, Burns, etc. it be? Ooh. So... To, to scammel it would be to fundamentally misunderstand it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he told me the fucking the fish of today are the humans of tomorrow <laughs> thing the other last week. I was like, boy, oh my God. Wow. Scammel. So he was scammeling the theory of evolution. Yeah, for, yeah, that, yeah, there you go. Uh, to Miller something as well. Just pick it up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Smash it. <laughs> Lift it. Yeah. To do the heavy lifting. Or make it insanely big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to miller that airbed for you. <laughs> um, to burn something. To burn something. To what? Scream at it from the back of the office? No. Um, Can I have a little wander down, check that everyone's doing something, and then wander back again? Yeah. 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 No one checks on me, though. That's fine. No Who watches checked- the watchman? <laughs> well, exa- exactly. I mean, we thought Tom kept an eye on you, but apparently. He does. Does he? He does. Tom and I have little uh, secret Slack conversations. That's what we're doing all day. Really? really? Just slacking. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's that's what the, that's why it's called Slack. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. No, I, most of the time I read other people's work and I'm like, oh, just. or have to correct just, fucking just, end dashes versus hyphens. I'm quite Not, careful no, with my Al- end Alice is good days. actually. You only ever had to tell me that once. I know. But Dave, mm. Dave, Dave has like, it's like an affront to him. Do you know what the difference between a hyphen and an M dash is, George? Not at all. <laughs> well, that's fine, George, because you don't work here. <laughs> okay. Nor do you work in a, in a place where you may have to use them. But yeah, but to Burns, it would probably be to, uh, to criticize it. To show visible contempt. Yeah. <laughs> to show visible contempt. Yeah, I might get go. that on my gravestone. To burns it, right? To bell it. I mean, that already sounds quite rude. Yeah, well, exactly. It? I was gonna say, um, but uh, should well, be fucking well good. It's got to be right. to provide insight, hasn't it? Yeah, really, yeah. really. <laughs> I mean that that is that. Well, is it, I, right? I was thinking more based on Alice's relationship with Dave was to sort of tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> To show undue tolerance in the yeah, face yeah. of ignorance. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. That's sort of that's that's quite good for my marriage as well. Yeah, yeah. Jim the other day said he was going to hit me with his cushion, and then he said, "Actually, I'm really comfortable. Can you give me your cushion?" And I did. That's so Tory. That's the Toryest thing. And then he the hit me in the face with it, and then gave it back so I can lean on it again. That is definitely a couple who've just moved into East London. <laughs> We're Tories now, darling. Um, uh, to trinker something. Um, I mean, I, I have no idea. What do you think? What would you To think? show undue love to undeserving yeah. culture. Pillars of Eternity. Fuck off. That's not, that's not a thing. That... It, excuse me. I've waited 30 years for Batman Superman. 30 years, Jim. To Why drink something. It's a to, bit of an to, exaggeration. I'm only 31. To, so. uh, 17 then. 17 years probably. To willfully right? ignore. To willfully have willful blind spots over the many problems with sci-fi shows. To see the best. <laughs> blind spots. To see the best in things. They're not blind spots. I know the problems are there. I just, you know, I, I just kind of get past them. Your love for Assassin's Creed. Shocking. I like, only, Assa- I like Assassin's Creed as well. I mean, though, only Assassin's Creed sort of two t- and up to Revelations and then and then four, really. Mm. Those are the only ones I love. The rest of them have just sort of begrudgingly sort of slogged through to get the story, but then thought, why did I bother? You know, I really, I really liked four. Yeah, Seven out of ten from good. Steve Burns. Four was very good. Why I do mean, we keep giving got- you Assassin's Creed games to review? It even got a 7 out of 10 from Stephen Byrne. What's your last name, George? Petty. P-E-T-T-Y. That's already a thing, isn't it? To, petty. Be, to be petty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm sure you're not, though. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> you know when someone's like a chief petty officer? Yeah. And, um, well, just imagine what their behaviour is like. That joke writes itself. Right. Uh, and to Ori something. To Ori something. To show no visible I mean, I'm assuming there's an emotion to it. <laughs> this is Tom Ory. To react so in an too. extremely monotone way. No. Um, to be incredibly calm. Yeah. Mm. Even in situations which don't deserve the calm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Have you heard his latest thing to like when Miller's like, oh, I didn't get any views. Tom started going like, imagine there's like a room with like 10,000 people in it. And every time, you know, you do another video, maybe another couple of people come in. <laughs> well, and then Miller goes, YouTube doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> Your special little rooms that you have to bring people in yeah. from, like a members club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm. Right, last question. 
I think last question, yeah. Yeah, I can't bother answering any of the others. No, no, wow, all right. Okay. We've got two, no, all three. Right, just three left. Right, okay, <laughs> Alex Laird. If Star Citizen ends up becoming successful, how do you think it may impact other genres, or will it be a one-off? I think Star Citizen is going to be the biggest fucking one-off of all time. <laughs> I think Star Citizen is going to... Well, you, you you never know, but I've got a funny feeling that Star Citizen is going to be uh, is going to have a very difficult birth, a very difficult life, and a very painful uh, crashing end. I reckon it'll be all right, like all of humanity, Jim. Mm. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think ultimately its journey will be an allegory for the human race. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the worst thing you can say about any product or service. Mm. <laughs> mm. um, I think it will be an allegory for the the, the species that for mad uh, hubris spawned it. Yeah, you know, my mum bought me a Batman v Superman T shirt. Yeah, no, <laughs> and uh, the other the other day, and she sent it to me, and um, and I thought I can't. I can't you know, after seeing the film, well, I can't wear this anymore. Um, but then I thought, no, I am going to wear it as a as a monument to hubris, as a reminder, <laughs> as a reminder of the folly of man. Um, Is it like uh, there was a there's a collector's edition uh, thing of um, mm. Assassin's Creed Three still in the office, and someone said, "Why well, have you still got it?" And you said the same thing. <laughs> it's like a oh, monument, yeah. to monument to hubris. Yeah, exactly. What a shocker! Uh, <laughs> a monument that just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. Yeah. <laughs> Always keep that in mind. Um, and, and also, just because Josh Whedon made something look easy doesn't mean that fucking Zack Snyder can do it. Love, uh, love Zack Snyder. Love him. Right. Chris, Chris Wallace asks, how much is the connect to blame for the PS4.5, Xbox 1.5 nonsense? It's not to blame at all because peripherals and hardware refreshes were a thing long before Kinect. Um I've never and, had a Kinect. Uh, uh, you know, and if uh, you you could blame the, the the 32x, the Mega CD, um, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff. <laughs> the Jaguar I don't CD. Know what those things are? Jim. You know what those things are? You know what a Mega CD is? Do I? Maybe. You, you never heard of the Mega CD or the 32x? You heard of the Mega Drive? Yeah. Right. The 32x was a 32-bit console that right. that plugged into the Mega Drive, so it was like. Okay. It was it was like it was an expansion. You can get like thirty two bit games, and they were fucking terrible. Yeah, um, it's a really wank version of Doom. Yeah, yeah, and it also had um, a Mega CD, which went, you know it had games on CD ROM instead of cartridge, um, which your, your Mega Drive kind of slotted into, and uh, all the games for that were also terrible as well. Oh, well, there you go. Um, weirdly, I was being told the other day about. Um, you know, Night Trap, apparently, my, one of my friends was saying, apparently Physic, F- Philips, were developing some weird games console console that ran on VHS tapes. And like, you know, so... Fucking Philips, man. With fucking control markers and stuff on these digital VHS tapes. So like, all the games were FMV games, because mm. what, what the fuck else are you going to do with a VHS mm. tape, right? I love FMV. You're going to have to rewind it before you can play it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much. And... Um, one of the games in development, or a lot of the games in development for that console, including Night Trap, um, never saw the light of day because the console never saw the light of day, but were then ported over to Mega CD when that became mm-hmm. uh, when that became a thing. I still want to buy is... one of the first model Mega CDs, you know. I still think... Well, I just have a love for, for how it looks. The second one, 
The second it's one, shite, absolutely fucking horrible, terrible. Second one looks like a really fucking deformed like disc man or something. Yeah, like, it's rubbish. But that yeah. first one, I remember, I, I I was as you alluded to uh, much earlier, Jim, living abroad, mm. and uh, so not only was it hideously expensive, mm. but it was now exotic because you just couldn't <laughs> get it. And so I remember reading all these magazines, like, oh my. And then you'd also see all the other hardware stuff from Sega, like the Wonder Mega, like the JVC. Uh, collaborations where oh, yeah. you know you have like weird Mega Drive configurations, and some of them play Mega CD games, and some of them are also Discman. And there was the Mega PC, which is like, I think a three a two eight six or three eight six PC still, with a fucking Mega Drive. Used in. to have one of them in the, oh, in the computer word. shop in Swansea. When me and my dad used to go to all the time, and it was like, is like as. A p- as a computer it was the biggest piece of shit it was fucking Amstrad as well <laughs> like you can tell that Alan Sugar had a hand in that yeah. like I'll tell you what <laughs> go on, can you imagine going into their Japan headquarters with a fucking cigar it's like got an idea you know what it came out of though right it blatantly came out of the thing where the uh, the Amiga I know it's not Amiga but the Amiga and the Mega Drive had the same port for their control for the controllers and the joysticks so you could use either or and someone just went ugh well, let's just change the whole thing then. Why can't it play Mega Drive games? Like, yeah. That's a bloody good idea. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not a good idea at I all. I remember playing um, uh, Frontier Elite 2 on on my Amiga 1200 with, with a combination of keyboard, mouse, and Mega Drive pads mm. because it didn't have a joystick. And uh, people probably think that's insane. No, the Amiga but was great. I did it. All the piracy was amazing. I like, it was like having a Steam Press account. But without having to jump through the fucking yeah, hoops to like, get oh, one. Oh, my Steam it, press account. Ooh. It's actually not mine. I just have access to it. And before, before the old, uh, before, before like, the like old, the Chancellor. Before the old <laughs> internet came along, like you used to have to go to like, like demo scene parties and shit to get. Well, that's what the demo scene kind of grew from. Yeah. But crack parties where you would be selling not that kind of crack party, but where people would crack just be may have also been there. Yeah, along with Total Recall, you're alienating you the young half of this room <laughs> because you couldn't you couldn't torrent video games at the time, right? Because the internet didn't exist. I, so d- would, I can't. I don't torrent them today. So, so Jim, I'm you sure would I go to. I, torrent, I mean, I don't what? torrent. I don't torrent. Any, I don't. I don't have to. I don't torrent anything <laughs> unless HBO make it because they don't provide you know, a legal way for me to watch it. My favorite thing is like game games now that have the little like the little cracks in them. If you torrent it, so like Batman's cape doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. All that kind of shit. Yeah, that is pe- funny. People turn up that on forums being like, "Oh, Batman's cape doesn't work," and they go, "That's because you fucking sold the game." You nicked it. Shit. That's the game dev story. But you know, thing, yeah, 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 that's amazing. The game dev story. The eighties, uh, early nineties equivalent of torrenting was everyone turning up to the fucking village hall and copying floppy disks for each other yeah. or going to school and be like <laughs> yeah. what you got and got uh, swiv yeah. yeah i'm on it <laughs> and a lot of these a lot of these cracked games where the copy protection was taken out people would code like intros into them um that would you know uh, sort of lavishly display the name of the the group or person that hacked the, the rom or whatever um and then that's kind of what the demo scene came out of GTA 4 so had one, didn't it? It's like this said, buy w- this game. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. <laughs> it's this wonderful kind of artistic movement where people do amazing things with code and uh, you know whatever um, that came out of people stealing shit. So, uh, how old yeah. are you, George? Twenty-one. 
I'm 26. Do you, do you yeah. have like, no, we, any fucking idea what I'm yeah, talking like about? Yeah, like there was a wall down, I think I've got about 50% the of the there, 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 are, there are literally floppy disks like, in my I, house that are fucking older than you. Like, so. I just and about know what a pants. floppy disk is, right? So that I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a save icon, isn't it? It's weird, that isn't it? Like, like the floppy disk is now the save icon, and there'll be people you that don't know, know that what that is. You don't know that they've started changing the save icon to other shit. I'm like, I don't understand this. I was born in 1984. If it's not a blue <laughs> floppy disk, a thing I haven't fucking seen in real life for <laughs> probably about 20 years. Anyway, um, we probably better move on because that's. Uh, that's quite a long podcast now already. We did talk a uh, lot of shit. The people love it. Well. The, the people love it. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I've got a bounce. Have you got a bounce? And I'm going to be replaced it's with the unflappable Tom Ory. It's been, really? No, you're going to be replaced with Dave Scammell. The very flappable Dave Scammell. <laughs> very flappable. Because <laughs> I've, uh, I've got an embargo, uh, yeah, deadline. The flappy birdable Dave Scammell. For, for a new game. Mm. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. The surprisingly so, not shit one. Surprisingly. Right? Don't, don't say that. Everyone will fucking work it out. Surprisingly right? not terrible. So anyway, I'm going to go now. Yeah. All right. I've, I've got stuff I need to cut out. I need to cut out all the Andy Hamilton stuff from earlier. Oh, well, shocking behaviour. Oh, yeah. yeah. I need to cut Patrick. that out as well. <laughs> right. I love you all. Right. Burns is away. He's going to come back with Dave. But unless uh, you are on uh, the Video Gamer Community Club Patreon mm. at a tier of $5 or above, you will not hear what Dave has to say. So oh, We don't know. what I'll tell you what. We Everyone loved the Green Mile. Mm. So that's, why don't you elaborate on the text? That you got from your wife. All oh, the texts I got. Well, <laughs> while we're waiting for Dave. Well, well, we could talk about that in the uh, in the Patreon bit. Yes, we will. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. No, okay. Yeah, if you want to hear more about the Green Mile Man and his latest exploits <laughs> involving me, my wife, and his the, scrotum, his scrotum, <laughs> the camera on his phone, the internet, and shame, then <laughs> uh, then uh, go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer. Give us five dollars. Which is about what two pound fifty or something ridiculous like that. Videogamer.com. What does he do? You go, videogamer.com is a website mm-hmm. where we do stuff. Yeah, we're on Twitter at videogamer.com. Yeah. What's your Twitter, George? You're not one of us technically, but yeah. you can still pick <laughs> yourself out. George D Petty, and it's capital G D and P. Someone has just a plain awesome. One. Someone's got my plain one. Oh well, there you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> Hundred fucking percent. And Jim is not on Twitter. I am not on Twitter anymore. Yeah, but if you do want to, no, I'm just, you can go and fucking check out. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, but uh, if you want to talk, I'm very active in the um, the video gamer fan. You are Facebook actually, group. aren't you? Yeah, because I, I keep because those guys are because um, it's a nice little community. So you know, if people want to chat to me, is that the Facebook group? The Facebook yeah, group. I just yeah. joined yeah, video gamer yeah, UK fans or yeah. Chuffsters. Chuffsters. Yeah, yeah. So the group's what is the group called? Chuffsters. Chuffsters. It's video, it's, yeah, fans of video game. You need to be invited to it, though, right? No, you can. You request. You can yeah, request, you request and, and they accept yeah. it. Oh, that's cool. But we're um, all we're all members. So but I'm yeah, if, a member, I am. You, know, you are. Yeah, yeah, we're all members there. We all kind of lurk, I think. But I'm I'm quite active because you know it gets to like you know sometimes one in the morning, and, <laughs> and I just talk a load of shit, which is why I came off Twitter. But these guys don't mind because they know <laughs> what I'm like, so it's cool. This was supposed um, to close out the podcast. It's gone on like an yeah, hour yeah. Minutes. Well, you know, the the podcast is now like an hour and twenty, and I think people mm. will be happy with that. That's so. pretty good. So yeah, stick around uh, for more. Yeah, so patron. yeah, join the video gamer fan group on Facebook. It's called Chuffsters. It's a really nice community. People talk about lots of stuff there. That's fun, and George is there. 
And uh, now we're going to go. And if you want more, give us a fiver. Fiver.